It's podcast time. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bino. It's Derek over there. This is the Get Geekish podcast. We do this just about every week where we talk about the nerdy, geeky things that we love and enjoy and wish we had more time to enjoy. And thanks for coming along these little journeys with us. How are you doing this week? Oh, I'm exhausted. You know how you say we'd like, I wish we had more time to enjoy these things? Uh-huh. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in general. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been one of those ones where I'm just like, Man, I still want to do this, 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 and this, and I only have this much time? What? Yeah, we've, we've reached the age where crossing something off of a to-do list usually means you're adding four or five more things to it. Yeah. Hey, I accomplished <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> I wanted to, though. Uh, but as a break from the doldrums of everyday uh, living, we wanted to go talk a little bit about something that has some hypothetical situations. Yeah, this, this was uh, sent to me, this this tweet, this grab was sent to me um, from one of my friends on Facebook. And it said, this person, uh, Hello Cullen, tweeted, Me and my friends would have killed E.T. with hammers, I can tell you that much. And it got me thinking, like, going back to the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of movies that featured kids, right? There was, it was always that that uh, that aspect of like kids going on adventures or doing something or getting into trouble you know uh, mm. stand by me going and poking a body you know that, that whole thing and it got me thinking like i'm pretty sure when i was a kid and watching some movies it's like oh man if i was in this movie and i was like it got me thinking so that's when i reached out to you yeah so the, the, the whole idea of this is what would you do if you were in the situation of one of those movies you watched as a kid like for this example in the tweet if et if you found a little stubby brown looking alien <laughs> in the middle of the forest that wanted your Reese's Pieces, what would you do? I don't know if I'd have beat it with a hammer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would have gone so far as the interspecies murder, but... Right. I, um, I may have tried to befriend it because I was like a kid that lived out in the boonies. So, or I I, I don't know, maybe I had a punch in the face and ran away. I mean, let's be honest here. It's, there's There's two options. There was a there was a phase in my life where I was scared of everything, and then when I was fearless. So, <laughs> yeah. So if if I was like Drew Barrymore's age, I probably would have just squealed and ran all the way home and tried to convince my parents there's yeah. an alien in the forest, and they would have said I was crazy. If I was like twelve years old or so, like Elliot's age, I I probably would have tried to befriend the thing. And if you were like fifteen, you'd have been like, I wonder if I could sell it. <laughs> <laughs> How much money on, can I make off of this? Throw it up on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but E.T. is a fairly simple one because it's, you know, E.T. was not a terrifying alien. Like if you ran into the aliens from, I don't know, aliens or Predator, that'd be a whole different story. But a cute little thing like E.T., you could probably say the same thing for Mac, Mac and Me. Oh, that was a terrible movie. And yeah. a, few, a few other, like, well, aliens come to town. Was Mac and Me the one with Fred Savage? Or was that... No, that was... No, Mac and Me was like the complete rip off, off of E.T. E. E. Yeah. Uh, did it even have anybody famous in it? Let me look here. What's the one with Fred Savage? It's like Monster. This one had was directed by Stuart Raffili. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Christine Ebersole and Jonathan Ward were the big stars in that one. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. It's like I could go. I mean, another great example is the Goonies, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if I would have went as far to like try to do something to save a town, but with 
adventure. I, that's something I always wanted. I was, you know, growing up watching Indiana Jones. That's another one right there. You know, walk around with Dr. Jones, but would I have survived? Probably not. Cause I was sitting there like I took piano lessons and everything like that. And when it got to that part with the skeleton and the piano, I'm like, I don't even know what keys those are. <laughs> I, I probably would have died it. long before that, but I, I sure would have tried. Because, I mean, let's be honest. When I was a kid, I don't know if you were the same way, too. Every time I was in a forest or a situation where mm-hmm. there's a place I hadn't been before, it was like a Goonies adventure. You're like, oh, well, man. You're just hoping you stumble over something that's exciting and, and fun. And it, you never did because it's you go shopping and you go walk around town to school and back and nothing ever happens. Okay, <laughs> we're going to the mall again. Woo! <laughs> That was the uh, thing too is like the skeletons always popped out in there and you're like and they always got scared you're like man but in real life when you were a kid if you stumbled across one and all of a sudden it's just looking at your face you might go <gasps> what have I done yeah well, yeah when you when you start finding human remains I feel like as as a kid especially that turns to I should go tell an adult mode pretty quick Right. If there's literally dead bodies around you. Well, I mean, that's the thing, too. Let me take his necklace and see if I can find some more treasure. Right. That's the thing, too, is like even with Stand By Me, the whole dead body thing, like, oh, we're going to go sleep over at Jimmy's house when they really wanted to go poke a dead body, you know? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I I would have probably wanted to poke the dead body with a stick, too, but it would have been poke, (laughs) poke. Okay, let's go get the cops. Right. Or or we've been like poke book. Oh, gross! Something's coming out of it. We should go get the cops. Oh man! <laughs> and it's also also weird because a lot of the if you look back to a lot of these eighties and nineties movies that we're talking about when we were kids for it, you talk with uh, younger people now, and a lot of it doesn't make any sense. Like, why don't you just call somebody? Be- because back then nobody had phones. There weren't cell phones mm-hmm. in their pockets. If you're in a goonie situation and the phone was out at the building. You did not have another phone. They were literally miles from another telephone that they could use to call another human being. It was impossible. So it, it, it made more sense back then. <laughs> I was going to say that the, the magic of some of the 80s and 90s movies kind of go away when you bring in modern technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and helicopter parenting. I mean, yeah. how, how many of these 80s movies looking at the Goonies? How many kids do you know now that are a bunch of elementary middle school high schoolers that are just left to roam around by themselves for six to ten hours a day and wander around the town and do whatever they want like <laughs> right i wouldn't even say that's helicopter parenting i just say that's the evolution of the technological age and the dangers that come with it i've seen next door posts in my neighborhood of people wanting to call the cops because kids are fishing in a pond <laughs> oh man <laughs> They're up to no good. They're up to no good. They're just out enjoying the sunshine. And those are the people that grew up with these movies. So, Uh well, maybe they're the one they read too much into it. They think if their kids out there that they're going to stumble on to a murderous gang's plot to kill somebody and take over the city. (laughs) One eyed Willie's treasure is ours. (laughs) I'm fairly sure because that that, that movie is still part of the reason I really love Rocky Road, though. Rocky Road. What about uh, another one with just debauchery is adventures of babysitting. What would you do in that situation? Because I, I don't know. Part of me wants to say I'd go along with it just because again, I grew up in the country and I'm like, this is exciting. Um, but two, maybe I'd be like, uh, no, I don't, my parents will beat my butt. I don't want to go out and get in trouble. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I think I would have been. I, I was a scaredy cat, and I was a mostly good kid. I would have been terrified to do something like adventures in babysitting. Like, I, I was that kid. I would have been the one that's like, "I'm telling." <laughs> I'm going along just to make sure that y'all are safe. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only way that I would have been able to convince of that I was the only one that was going to keep something from happening. That might have might might have worked. <laughs> well. Kind of going along with that same route, you brought this one up, and I don't know why I didn't even think of this one, because this is something that every kid in the 90s, well, every kid that grew up in the 80s and 90s, that was right around that, what, between 10, well, let's say 9 and 13 age, when Home Alone came out, they wished that would happen. Mm Mm-hmm. I wished it would happen, and, you know, not to get rid of my family or anything, but I wanted to be in that situation. <laughs> I, yeah, I did too, and I, I, I don't know a single child that did not then try and turn their toy collection mm-hmm. into a murder dome in their basement. Like, me and my friends, I've got these home videos. Uh, me and my friends used to reenact and make our own Home Alone movies, and this, I mean, we made dozens of these things we'd go and just set all these fake traps and then film it like a movie and we didn't do it to actually hurt each other but even just pretending some of these things we got hurt pretty bad sometimes it's it's tough it's tough to fake falling down the stairs tripping over hot wheels like yeah uh, fake falling down the stairs hurts yeah there's no fake falling down the stairs there's falling and then falling with style But I mean, that was that was one like constantly. You always talked about that situation. It was like, oh man, if I did this, and you just kind of keep thinking of different ones, like different scenarios, different things. Like, oh, if this happened, I'd totally do this. If this happened, I totally did do this. I mean, honestly, the, the the robbers would have been dead in that movie if it was realistic. But it's it's fun to think of because like I always wish that I would just have that free reign. Mm. <laughs> well, you, think about, you think about too like I, don't, I, I had the same thought with home alone for it of like how much better you could have done like oh you're gonna put yep. some christmas in on the floor i'm gonna go get my dad's bandsaw <laughs> <laughs> like oh you're gonna swing a paint can sweet there's some 45 pound kettlebells i'm gonna use with a chain right put some spikes on the end of it too <laughs> some ginsu knives <laughs> like it would have it would have been a blood fest i i, I Someday, I feel like somebody needs to remake Home Alone as like a B-movie splatterhouse film. <laughs> I'm sure somebody, there's got to be a clip of it out there already, right? <laughs> I think I've seen one where somebody tried to like digitally edit some blood splatters on part of it. it was kind of funny, but <laughs> this, this, the last few sentences taken out of context made me sound like a horrible human being. So let's move on to another movie. <laughs> Okay, another situation that we always thought we could do or be better at, and this is thanks to the advancement in quote-unquote video games of the time, uh, would be uh, The Last Starfighter. Yeah, right? The, la- the Last Starfighter. For anyone that hasn't seen it, we'll go spoilers. It's very much the premise of what like <laughs> uh, you know, Armada, which is the sequel to Ready Player Two, is about. Of uh, Ender's Game, uh, same kind of idea where... Somebody that's really good at video games is getting unknowingly tested or trained to go defend the universe as a starfighter pilot or control over starfighter thing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie was one of the big... I, I would say three of the biggest dreams I had for movies were The Last Starfighter, um, Space Camp, and The Wizard. <laughs> Two out of three... Video games would lead to me being able to save the universe of some kind. <laughs> right? 
or at least win a big championship. So the that one, I'm surprised that one hasn't been remade. Honestly, um, they could do some awesome things with it. And but I, yeah, the go ahead. I, I'm for one. People always get weirded out for me. Like if if I didn't have a a family and a kid that I want to be around with. If I was like young and single and somebody said, Hey, do you want to go to space? You're never going to see me again, but you'll be, you know, 40,000 light years away doing something futuristic. I'm like, sign me up. Let's go. Let's do this. Right. And that's as a kid, that's one thing that you, you know, you'd pretend like, you know, mm-hmm. we had that wild imagination. You see this movie, this kid gets, you know, thrown into this world where he's, he's the last, last hope because he's so good at this video game. And I'm sitting here like in my head, I'm like, see, this is why I play Street Fighter 2. I could be in a tournament. <laughs> I can win it all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I still have that, like, I don't, I, I don't want to call it a kid-like thing, but there's still a little part of me that really, really wants to see space or see mm-hmm. aliens or see another planet or something like that. Like, to me, that would be just amazing. Like, Far out, man. People are like, I'm Derek, what if aliens come? I'm like, I hope they come down here because I hope if they're coming down here, they're, they're probably okay. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if we know they're coming, they're not blowing us up because let's be honest, if they had the technology just blow us up, we wouldn't be here, so... If they're gonna come down and check us out first, we could at least like befriend them and see what they got going on, see what color their milk is, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they they probably have driven by, saw what Earth was like. It was like, nope, just keep driving. Yeah. Driving by Earth is the equivalent of lock the doors yeah. and roll up the windows. <laughs> yep, keep going. Is, is, is that a oh, roadster man. floating outside of there? What the hell are they doing? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess speaking of the other ones too, uh, since we brought up space camp, that seems like a nice transition. To me. What would you do in space camp? If you accidentally were shot into space, what would you do? Would you be excited or would you be terrified? Both. Pre- premise of space camp, anyone that hasn't seen it, these kids go to space camp, which is an actual thing where they go train to you know pretend to be astronauts in a kid's program, learn all this stuff, and they go and simulate a rocket launch, but one of the kids befriends a little robot whose AI was well beyond what any 80s technology could have actually done but he uh reprogrammed it so the kids actually went into space and then they had to survive and maneuver the shuttle and you know of course everyone that had problems with stuff had to overcome their problems and have a big hero's journey story to come back home as heroes but yeah i I think it'd be rad (laughs) right i was trying to think like i've never seen the movie but there's definitely situations where I'd be like, okay, but I mean, even like Biodome's not a kid's, you know, kid's movie per se, but even if I was thinking of that, if like I got accidentally locked into something like that, I'd be like, I'd be okay with it. You know, I, I think I could survive. Yeah, there's a lot of things. And I think one of the other movies you'd asked about uh, when you were talking about this earlier was Gremlins. Yeah, that's... I mean, that would be awesome. If, if that happened nowadays, that thing would be a TikTok star. <laughs> and every uh, The one thing that always weirded me out of all the movies that kids were these heroes and this is they always wanted to hide it. They never wanted anybody to know. And, like, the overarching theme of the movies was, oh, if you found a little alien, then the CIA is going to come to the door and murder your whole family. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why don't you just go to, like, the news station before you go to the CIA? Like, <laughs> look at this. Well, I, gotta, I found a gizmo. It was always, it was either, it was either the, the, the two things. It was, you got to hide your talent. You got to hide this creature that you found. You got to whatever like this, or people are just really irresponsible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the gremlins is a perfect example of like, oh, I got to hide this. 
but I'm not going to follow any of the rules. And <laughs> wait, Gremlins, ET, the same kind of thing. I, I would like to think that I got to hide this. I don't want to get in trouble. If I found an extraterrestrial being in the forest somewhere, I'd like to think my parents would give me a mulligan on showing up 20 minutes late for dinner. Like, right? <laughs> Where were you? Uh, this? <laughs> I found this thing. You're grounded! But it's first contact. <laughs> That's another thing, too. Is like The parents, I have a feeling like most parents... It, Maybe not most parents, but like if I brought an alien home, I don't know what my parents would have done. I, I think they would have just, just stood there in disbelief. I don't think that the guy freaked out like some of the movies portray him, but it's, it's one of those ones like. I think my, look, my dad would have. I think my mom would have tried to swat it. Real, yeah. She, she might have killed E.T. with a baseball bat. <laughs> look at this cr- cute little creature. It smells disgusting. Here's some water. Mineral. You know, this. <laughs> It's the whole thing like that. <laughs> you that we've been taking it to the shelter, trying to oh, find man. a home for it. It's Can somebody's you pet. Somebody, it's a cat or something. Somebody must be looking for it. Man, if you had... Well, first of all, I don't know why Hollywood hasn't done this. I would love an origin story of Gizmo. Um, Two, if that, if you actually had a Mogwai, you'd be the coolest kid at school. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah, I was saying you'd be you'd be you'd be a TikTok star. You'd yeah. have you'd have the coolest thing on the planet. You'd be on talk shows. You'd be showing it off. You wouldn't be like, oh, I gotta hide this cute little thing to myself. I mean, granted, sounds, I mean, sounds even creepier that way, doesn't it? Like, yeah, but I mean, granted, then people come after you to get it. Like, you know, most movies have taught us you have something that people wants. Um, what about Three Ninjas? Remember that 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 classic. Yeah, I love well, that movie I could so say much. if I if I'd been that movie, I would I it probably would have been two ninjas because I don't think I would have made it the <laughs> train to be any good. I was fat and not flexible, and I did not have the drive to be a martial arts master. So I might have just uh, you know messed that whole plot line up a little bit. Well, I mean that's kind of the role of Tum Tum in that movie is he's just there for the comedic relief and eat Twizzlers and stuff. So. But that was a, Tum, that was another. Tum Tum is my spirit three ninjas character, right? <laughs> but I mean that that whole thing right there is just another Home Alone type of thing. Like if you're in the situation where, for some reason, all these kids get into like horrible situations of like crime bosses trying to get them or whatever, but and they have to protect their house from kidnappers and stuff. And I was like looking at it, I was like, man, what would I do differently? I mean, that's some pretty smart stuff. And I mean, they did teach me some stuff. With the cayenne pepper and everything like that, I was like, mm, "That's a good idea." But is it I don't that? know if because uh, what, what what exactly do they do with the cayenne pepper? They make little little pepper bombs with it and hit them in the face with it, make them cry. You could do way better than cayenne pepper though. Cayenne pepper is not going to stop somebody that really cares. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Is one of your favorites? Small soldiers. Uh, again. Small Soldiers was kind of the epitome of what most of my childhood playing was like. My buckets of Transformers and G.I. Joes and GoBots, they all came to life in my head every night. And you you just wished they could actually come to life. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you ever sit in your parents' car and, like, ask it really nicely to try and transform and come to life? <laughs> <laughs> you did. Optimus? If you can hear me, now's the time. <laughs> Earth needs you. 
Not really, but I need you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I, I, I'm I'm amazed that the kid how his first reaction like he got all excited and oh, we're talking to these kids. How did he not go back to the toy store and look? Like, the bad guys figured that out right away. Like, hey, there's 10 billion of our forces. Let's go wake them up, too. Right. Like, what if you would have woke up all the good ones to start with, and you have your little army of little tiny action figures? Like, you'd be their king. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was, it was always an interesting concept to me. I mean, again, like, if, you know, you look at situations like Chucky and everything like that with, for some reason in my head a doll coming to life like Chucky in my head. I was like, no, I, I would absolutely hit that thing with a hammer, but mm -hmm. a action figure like my GI Joes or whatever, if they came alive, they're like, heck yeah, <laughs> let's go build a fort. <laughs> I think you just etched a line between the doll and action figure genres, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cause if it's a doll and it comes to life, it's creepy. If it's an action figure and it comes to life, it's possibly cool. Maybe trying to kill you. <laughs> It's a fine line. <laughs> Living doll, no good. Living action figure, 50-50. <laughs> See, this is perfect right there. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's it's funny, too, because, like, in the situations with small soldiers, I it's been a hot minute since I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember their reactions when it first happened, but I, I, th I think it was overall like kind of freak out and then like just went with it, right? Mm. Which honestly, I, I feel like I would be that way. Like, especially once I get eight, 10 years old or as an adult, if something like that, if, <laughs> if Grimlock over there came to life right now or, or Grogu behind me came to life right now, there would be that. And I was like, what's going on? But after two or three sentences, you'd be like, oh, okay, let's, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be the initial of, I've seen too many movies that start out this way, but then you're just like, so how's it going? <laughs> what what brings you to life? <laughs> Are you trying to destroy us all? <laughs> if so, do you need a henchman? <laughs> <laughs> What's your plan and how positive are you that it's going to succeed? Because I want to know what side of history I'm on here. I got a, I got a question for you for a put yourself in that shoes moment. Okay. Tom Hanks and Big. If you wished yourself in a Zoltar machine to be an adult and it happened overnight when you were a kid, would you have been on board to make that happen? Um, now, as a kid, because right now I can tell you as I know, an I was adult, gonna, there's yeah. no way in hell I'd do that. I'd, I'd be trying to mm -hmm. go back the other way right now. I was going to say, if I knew what I knew now, no. But obviously, that's the whole thing is when you're a kid, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to grow up, man. Screw your rules, you know. And it was one of those ones I probably would have. But creepy connotations aside of certain parts of that movie, mm, I don't know. Because, like, that, that movie kind of put it in perspective, too, where like, he had to get a place to live and everything like that. Of course, I think, honestly, I would have tried harder with my parents to like explain or, or tried at all that's true <laughs> that's that's fair he didn't have to find an apartment he wanted to find an apartment <laughs> <laughs> that's very very true he his mom called his name and he saw he was big he's like i'm out <laughs> it's too much work for me i gotta go to job <laughs> what about uh teen wolf teen wolf you know uh <laughs> 
as a kid, I would have thought Teen Wolf was more of a curse. But with the Zal into uh, the uh, transfiguration and furries and vampires and werewolves are popular now, probably more on board with, with what I know with these days. Because I, I have a feeling a, a living werewolf now would actually be really popular, whereas a werewolf in the 80s might have been drug out and yeah. staked. Well, again, as as you said, as you to quote you, a TikTok star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he became a star later on in the movie, but that's just because he wore shades when he played basketball. That's all oh, okay, that's what that's what makes you <laughs> that's what makes you popular. But uh, again, I, I mean, I, I as a kid, I remember wanting all these things to happen because it was that same idea. I think most kids have that, whether they live in a city or with a country in the middle of nowhere. If, Almost all kids think their lives are quote unquote boring because they're watching all this pop culture and media and reading stories of all these crazy things that are happening. They watch the news, all these crazy things happen. They watch TV shows, all these crazy happen. They just think nothing happens in my life. And then as you get older, you're like, thank God, nothing else is happening in my life. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking like when I was a kid, batteries are not included. You know, get a mm-hmm. cute little robot to happen. Yeah. Now, little robot shows up, goes, Oh God! What's next? <laughs> Are you also here to kill us? <laughs> what, what do you want? It, it, it is kind of a good, uh, you know, gauge of the human sentiment, though, because with all these, almost all these things that involve aliens or creatures, robots come to life. It, it's it's really a dichotomy. It's like, uh, are you going to kill us or do you want to be friends? And that's that's pretty much the first question we ask. Are you a doll or are you an action figure? I need to know. <laughs> Follow-up question. <laughs> are we good or bad? <laughs> Which side are you on? I mean, that's just like what that the one line from one of the Transformers that's awful in the, the movie where he's like, Decepticons, it's in the name. Did nobody catch that? Like, <laughs> it's true but, but it's then, true but then what was Autobots for other than they turned yeah. into trucks <laughs> I, do, I don't know I don't you, know you, you have car robots and liar robots like yeah well I mean and this isn't even a movie too it's just like growing up like watching stuff like the Power Rangers or you know certain ones like that where like the kids get these powers and abilities to go in and fight and I'm like yeah, now I'm like, I don't want any more responsibility. Go put that on somebody else, please. <laughs> Can somebody else pick up this hammer? <laughs> I'm done. Like, I don't need a nap. <laughs> you, you stretch, you get the hammer, you're like, really? I don't I don't want you. <laughs> go, go away. I'm not worthy. And that's why we would make bad Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You should have reached me 20 years ago, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I was all about being a hero back then, and now I'm just tired. So, <laughs> Do I have the superpower and the ability to sleep? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the first thought. I get Iron Man suit, I can do anything, right? Sweet. I can put on an autopilot and just take a nap on the way across town. All right, maybe maybe we can save the world if I'm doing a cross-Atlantic flight in my sleep. Like, <laughs> Does anybody have the ability to stop time just so I can catch up on some sleep? Anybody? Strange. Looking your way. Looking your way. <laughs> I want to work some of that magic, and I want to sleep like I've never slept before. Right. <laughs> Put me down till I can't wake up. <laughs> it's it's so funny how 
how things, how the perspectives change, you know? Because, I mean, like you, like you said, a kid, yeah, I'd love to be Spider-Man and everything like that. And now you're like, I stretch weird and I hurt, so I don't want to be Spider-Man. You know, I relate very much to Tobey Maguire now. We're just like, oh, my back. Like, <laughs> no. Well, I had that conversation, I think, when watching Spider-Man for it. Of, as a kid, I watched it. Oh, I would, the first time I saw The Matrix, we were doing, like, jumping ninja kicks and trying to mm-hmm. climb over walls. Every, dude, everybody was bending backwards. Yeah. And... As an adult, I see things down. You're like, ooh. And the first thought, that stunt double probably needs some Advil after that. I don't care how much padding he jumped into. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's right there. It's like after The Matrix came out, everybody was like, oh, let's do the, the you know, the bend backwards bullet time thing. Now, if I attempt it, I'm probably not going to get up for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Mm. Mr. Anderson, hold on! <laughs> and it's interesting to see how the, the movies have changed along the way. Like, is a, a what-you-do situation. People always joke about that. Of, you know you're growing up when you watch movies as a child that you loved, you identified with the kids with, and then as you watch it with your kids, all of a sudden the, the parents make a lot more sense and the kids seem crazy in the movie. You're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, that seems to be happening a bit more often now. I will, and I, I'll stand by this. It'll hurt probably a lot might die but if i ever came across a goonie situation i'd 100 percent do it doesn't matter what age i am i'd be 80 and i'd be looking for one-eyed willie's treasure in the nursing home like bring it on <laughs> i bet you that's will. <laughs> that's a situation that i will always do is the, if the if a goonie situation pops up on me bring it I, I, indiana, indiana jones maybe not yeah but if yeah if you find a treasure map you 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 follow a treasure map we've all we all know that that's you have to mm-hmm. that's not saying that you need to go jump off of a cliff if the map says to I mean, we have some ways to around that now but if you try <laughs> if you find a treasure map you're going after it that's another reason you can tell you're getting older is when you're watching these adventure movies you're like there's a perfectly good ledge you guys could have just walked down and you didn't need to jump off over there. <laughs> <laughs> you get one team of spelunkers, could have had those boats out in about an hour. Like, <laughs> It's not like we need SEAL Team 6 here. You just need some dude with a rope. <laughs> right? Uh, you guys need to think about this logically. I mean, when you're a kid, that's the whole thing. You look at you look at situations through the eyes of bewilderment. You know, that's, oh, and now as an adult, you're like more rational. You're like... Let's plan this out, guys. All right. Well, so let's circle all the way back to E.T. What we started. We'll start with what we ended with, right? Rand, what we started right. with. How did Elliot not get upset at that brown little munchkin? Well, all of a sudden, all those horrible things happen, try to escape, but then suddenly, oh, we can fly? Yeah, that's <laughs> You've true. You've been holding this back on me? Come on now. Like, they could have got, <laughs> how many situations could they have completely avoided if he had been like, oh. Hey, we fly there instead, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is like you can look at a lot of a lot of movies. I mean, especially in the 80s and the 90s and go, that didn't need to happen. This didn't need to get out of hand. <laughs> if you guys would have just been rational about this. All right. So, like you said, end where we started. You find an ugly little tube-necked alien out. In your backyard, let's say, and you know, a little glowing finger found home. What are you gonna do now, as if an I, adult? If I stumble across it now, <laughs> it can talk, right? 
Yeah. Like, okay, cause I, I think the part, the, the sentience would be a big deal. If I find some random weird creature, I probably am going to leave it be. But if something is sentient that I find out there, it's coming home with me. Possibly a stop at the uh, science lab at the college to check for radiation or something maybe. But other than that, it's coming home. <laughs> Let <laughs> me pick up a Geiger counter from Harbor Freight on the way home or something. I was going to say, you could get that on Amazon. <laughs> Just go ahead. <laughs> Can it be here by 9 p.m.? Sweet. We're hanging right. out here for a while, little man. There's <laughs> thing or whatever you are. <laughs> here, check out this dance on TikTok. Can you do this dance? <laughs> and do any of your parts glow? <laughs> oh, okay. Swish. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let us know what you think. Go to AdGeekGeekish. We're on all the social media channels. Just go to the comments down below. And uh, what, what's a situation from a childhood favorite movie of yours that um, you'd like to actually partake in? Right. One of those ones you're like, I want this to happen. Or, or you still dream of it happening. Like my car turning into a talking robot that's fighting for peace and justice. Yeah, but the problem is, again, with that old age, it, it, if it transforms with you in it, oof. <laughs> it's it's going to be a bad trip to the chiropractor. <laughs> so worth it, though. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> he died Thank doing you. what he loved, transforming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Uh. On that note, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in the podcast. We'll talk at you next week. Roll out. <laughs>